Hey there, you sexy book lovers. Welcome to Cocktails and Cliteture's Wine Down Wednesdays, where we review the steamy, smutty romance novels we all love while sipping on irresistible wine and cocktails. I'm Constance, joined by my sister Amber, and we're your fierce and fabulous guides on this wild ride. We'll have you giggling, blushing, and feeling that heat in all the right places. So let's spread those pages wide open, get cozy, and sip on our insanely delicious drinks as we conquer that midweek slump like the naughty vixens we are. Cheers! Hey everyone, welcome to Cocktails and Cliteture. I'm Constance. And I'm your co-host, Amber. We are discussing a court of Mist and Fury Part 2 today. They got the second part of the book. Yeah, and now they have everything that they need. Mm -hmm. So their next step is to plan a way to combine the books, get to the King of Highburn's home, and destroy the cauldron. So they end up at this bed and breakfast. There are two rooms. So it ends up being Asriel and Cassian in one room and Reese and Feyre in the other. And it's very tiny space. And it's freezing cold and Feyre has been in freezing cold temperatures before. So she's like, we're going to have to give each other some body hate because it's way too cold. So she gets as fresh as she possibly can, changes into some comfy clothes. He does the same. They get in bed. He wraps his body and his wings all around her. Uh And she starts to warm up. But not only does her body warm up, but also her pussy. Her pussy does warm up and she likes it. She's like, oh, my God, I've never been this close to him. His body is pure perfection. I am a traitor. He's on me. And he starts rubbing her and she starts pushing back on him. And he's like, hey, 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 be careful now. Don't start now. Won't be none. But she wants something to be started. And she's like, I need a distraction. And he's like, "Mm, tell me what you want. And so she says, I want a distraction. And he starts caressing her, rubbing circles around her stomach. Then he gets a little lower and he finds that pressure point. He finds the clitoris and he knows what to do with it. He sure does. And he works that little pearl. Yes, he does. Yes, Yes, he does. Yes. And I was like, "Mm," I was getting turned on because the buildup, the buildup was so, we waited for this. And they're having this moment that is so sensual and caring. And he doesn't worry about himself. He really just takes care of her. And I find that Mm -hmm. very beautiful because he doesn't look for any personal satisfaction in this moment. He wants to be more than a distraction. But if that's what she asked for, then shit, she's going to get it. And he he brings her home. He takes her (laughs) to the promised land and he Uh makes her come. She's like, yes. Give it to me. This is what I want in this moment. And they have she even more, I think. She did. If he would have been down, he would have done it. She push, pushes up against him after she comes. And he's like, no, 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 no. Yes, when I have ahead. you, I want to yes. feast. I don't want any any restrictions. I want to hear you I'm moan. Going, I want to hear you scream. I want to hear I'm going all to of it. town on that I'm going to lay you down and feast upon that pussy. I'm gonna yes. I sent that passage yes. to you. I took a screenshot and I sent it to you. I said, yes. Yes, mind blown. Based like, on her. She came Based with on it. That payoff, I was like, okay, okay, Reese. A little distraction, a little fun. And yeah, she got it. 
She did. And what's crazy is that a lot of these books that we read that are in this fantasy romance, once they have like a really climatic moment when it comes to spice and steam and somebody gets off and comes and they have this intimacy right after shit hits the fucking fan. So Mm -hmm. right after this, they're met with the high burns, creatures, whatever they are, fairies come and attack them. Yes. And so Reese is carrying, um, Thera, but they are attacking him with those, what is it, ash arrows? Ash arrows. Yeah, ash arrows. And he gets hit. As a result, Reese is incapacitated. And so she, they land and she wants to save him. She doesn't know what to do. So she leaves and she finds a surreal. She's like, how do I save him? And he's like, oh, there's this plant that you can use. But if you want something faster, you need to give him your blood. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, I can do that. And the surreal tells her, you're mated. And she was like, we're mated. Earlier in the book, he yeah. describes to her that mating and bonding is more important than marriage or anything else. It is a force that cannot be broken. He didn't she, know. Because she didn't know. Yeah, he says the way to save your mate is to do yes. blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what did you What? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you didn't know. Okay, everybody, make sure you go out and you follow us on whatever streaming platform you're on. You know why? Because we are giving a platform to your favorite authors. We are giving a platform to your favorite books. So go follow and go subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Secondly, if you love us, if you like our girl chat, if you like our Wind Down Wednesdays, if you like the reviews of our books, if you feel like this is your home, then go ahead and give us five stars. And write a little review. We would definitely appreciate it. And it's a win for all of us. So get that done. So it's implied that Reese knows, but she doesn't know. So she's livid. But at the same time, she has to save him. So she goes back to where she has him hidden. She cuts her arm. She gives him blood. And then she confronts him. And she's like, hey, what the hell? Are we made it? Did you know that? And he was like, oh, my God. I didn't want you to find out this way. I didn't want you to find out this way. Yeah. And he's basically saying that, you know, you've been through so much. You were in love with him. It it just would have been too much. So I didn't want to tell you like this. And he Mm -hmm. was like, I had thought about it. I was, and remember, he hesitated while he was holding. He's like, I need to tell you something. And then they got attacked. So she is just overwhelmed. She's like, who else knows? And she's he's like more and Cassie and they they some know, but some more knows, but the others suspect. Yeah. So she's like spiraling right now because, yeah. because again, she, it's like that PTSD that sets in where she's like, mm-hmm. you're not telling me the truth. You told me you would never lie to me. You told me you would never keep yeah. something from me. And yeah. here I am finding this like this whole this thing. Big, and then what it does is it reminds you of how the book one ends when Reese looks at her. And remember, at the end of the book, he looks at her with a shock and then he disappears. And she's like, she notices that he looks at her weird, but she doesn't Mm -hmm. know why he looks at her weird. But now that we know that they're mated, all of that. It um, was. Yeah. Yeah. It all starts to add up and the pieces start to fall into place. And then you look back on the story and like, oh, that's why she can get through his shield. That's why he can get through her shield. That's why why the thread of life. Yeah. 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 She Mm -hmm. is just spiraling. And she takes care of him, right? She winnows them back to this little camp. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Cassian, Azriel, Moore sees them and they realize something's wrong. She's like, get me out of here. So yeah. Moore winnows them to this beautiful little cabin. She gets dropped off and she says, oh my God, we're mated. And Moore's like, yeah, I kind of know that. And she's like, how come nobody told me? I can't believe this. Just leave me. So Moore's mm-hmm. like, he has his reasons, whatever. 
Feyre doesn't want to hear it. Mora leaves. Feyre spends a few days in this cabin. She realizes this is where they come to hang out. This cabin is dope as shit because it is magical. And whatever you think you need, the cabin will give you. So food, warmth, whatever it is Ah, that you need. Exactly. She asks more not to tell Reese where she is. She spends this time painting. She spends this time reflecting. More comes, gives her a little bit more backstory on maybe why Reese kept it from him. And then one pivotal moment, she says, is it so bad to be a part of our family? Yeah. And favorite in this moment, it all comes to a head and she says no. Mm -hmm. So more is a good friend because she's not like Lucian and she doesn't tell Reese where she is. So Reese, once he's healed, there's only a few places he knows exist. She could go. So, and he can't winnow because again, he doesn't want his magic to be tracked. So he flies to all these different locations and finally he gets to the cabin. That was so hard. He knocks on the door. Oh my God, I loved it. Uh, So Feyred thinks it's going to be more. She opens the door and it's Reese. Yes. Yes. And here they are having to address what's going on. The elephant in the room. Exactly. And he's like, I need to tell you the story. Can I come in? And she's like, okay, fine. I think in her heart, she had already made up the mind to accept the bond, be his mate, thinking about everything that he's done for her and the family. But she needed to hear the whole story. This is that my heart got so warm she's like well tell me and he's like okay so then he talks about seeing her in his dreams of when she was younger and she would be painting on like her little drawers at the cabin and he didn't know where she was who she was how to find her but there was that connection that bond already but when she ended up in Prithian then he realized like she's around here somewhere like I can feel her She's closer. She's real. So then when he saw her at the solstice, he was like, there you are. I've been looking for you. And she was just like, oh, I thought he was just saying that to save me from the these creatures. But really, that's when he was like, I think that really is my mate. And then when she was resurrected, right before she was resurrected, he was like, I know it. I know that bond. I know what that is. Like, yes. Reese was her home and what she felt was Reese saying, I can't lose you. Come back to life. And that was that lifeline that kept Mm -hmm. her from slipping away to death. Another part that really touched me, it was like he knew in that moment, like on the roof before he flew away, that she was for sure his mate. It, It hit him like a ton of bricks. But he saw that she was in love with Tamlin. You know, when she came back to life, she's kissing him. I love you. And he was just like, I know you're my me. I know I'm in love with you. But if that is what you want and that's what's going to make you happy, like I love you enough as your mate to let you be with him if that is what you truly want. So I'm not going to interfere. I'm going to let you go do your thing. And that's what she was contemplating that time at the mm-hmm. um, at the cabin. And then and then what's beautiful about when you're mated in this fairy world is that one of the big moments for the woman to accept the bond is to feed him. So she says, are you hungry? And he explains to her how important that first meal is. Yeah. And he's like, I can eat. So as he's explaining all of this to her and laying it out, she's cooking it up and she's listening. She accepts it. So she puts the plate in in front of him. She's like, eat up, essentially. And that's her accepting. Um, 
And so he eats. He slurped it all up. And then he laid her out on that table and he feasted yes, he on that seat that he like promised her to. So they fucked for days. For they, days and days and days. They really did. They fucked on the table. They fucked on the in floor. The they fucked on the bed. He tore that pussy up and she busted she wide did. open. And I couldn't have been happier. Blow. He made oh, her yeah, blow. From, like, shine and shine and shine. And shine. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the yeah. street. So anyway, so then they get back to the camp. The whole crew is excited. And so they have to move forward with the Highburn. So Thayera has to get into the Highburn house in order to put the books together, to say what she needs to say, to dismantle this cauldron. So they go there, and it's a complete fucking setup. I don't want to spoil it too much if you haven't read it. But oh, girl, we there's past just... spoilers. Okay, I'm sorry. We, we, we really are. <laughs> this is a whole spoiler episode, okay? So, okay. so they've got the book. They know where the cauldron is. They're ready to go say the spell destroy everything so they could have peace and not have to go to war and just take care of it. But they get there. Azriel, spy master that he is, he was like, I know the location. We can get in and get out. Well, it's not that easy. The king of Highborn is there. In comes Feyre's sisters as leverage to make sure they don't destroy the cauldron. So Azriel, Cassian, everybody's incapacitated at this point. And Feyre is like, okay, I can take care of this myself with all these powers. But then they bring in her sisters and the queens are there from the human realm. Like they are there because they want to get immortal life, immortal beauty. And so they told the king of Highborn about the plans. They told him about Valaris, everything. So he's up on game. And in walks his allies, which mm. are Tamlin and Lucian. Tell it. Because Tamlin has been agreeing to all kind of wildness just to get Feyre back. And so he has allied with King Hybron. So in order to mute her and to keep her, to have her under his control, he brought in the two most vulnerable people that's going to have her check herself, Feyre mm -hmm. and his sisters. So he promised the queen's immortality. And the only way to prove that immortality works through the cauldron is to use Nesta and Elaine, dunk them under the cauldron, oh, and I'm going to turn them into immortal beings. What did so you feel like that moment, Amber? Yes, I was pissed. I was so I mad. Pamlin, like, you motherfucking bitch. You bitch ass. You, you no good, low yeah. down. You dirty ass, traitor ass, ass, stupid ass bitch. Ugly ass, spring court having ass. Ain't got That's no why she people. ain't fucking you no more. All of that shit. I wanted That's to why she made it. Ass. I was like, oh, so then Feyre is like, no more, no more. So... Reese wants to make a deal with Hybern. His her sisters have already changed. She's like, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more. We're like, what the hell is this bitch doing? Meanwhile, while she's doing this distraction, she is breaking yeah. down the ward so that Reese and his people can winnow out her sisters and save the day. So she turns into an Oscar-winning actress. Oh my god, she acts like she came out of some damn trance that Reese had mm -hmm. her under. Oh my God, I love you. Thank you for saving me. And yeah. she she agrees to go back to Tamlin and acts like she was under the spell of Reese. She tells the Highburn King to break the bond. But the bond that she has them break is actually the bond that gets the her the bargain bond 
But yeah. Reese and Feyre act like he breaks all the bonds. That way she's able to get back with Tamlin. Mind you, Cassian has lost his wings. Azrael has been hit with an ash arrow. I mean, yeah. their team is on the brink of death. And Feyre, yes. again, Kersbringer has to save everybody in order to do so. She has to pretend to be something that she's not yet again. Mm -hmm. So they, mm -hmm. they break the bond. Tamlin's able to take her in in a split second. Moore and Reese hold onto her sisters. Winnow out of there. The sisters are out of there. Now immortal. The crazy part is that when Elaine becomes immortal, click, a bond kicks in with Lucian and Elaine and they are mated. And more snatch them and winnow them back to Valeris where nobody mm -hmm. knows exist. Yes. They're Hot fucking the them off. And now Feyre is stuck going back to the Court of Spring with Tamlin. Mm -mm -mm. And yet again, she is saving all the people she loves and she is doing what's best for the greater good despite the predicament that she finds herself in. Could you imagine? So she already knows Tamlin's this bitch ass right? Trade everybody just to get her back. I don't even know why he thought that she wanted to be with him in the first place, especially after his this outburst, the controlling possessive. He thinks he can really get her back like she was just under some spell. He's delusional. And, and Lucian is like, bitch, I just you saw you declare your love for Reese. You were yeah. not Come back to me when I found you a couple days Giving ago. Giving her side eye. Who is this new bitch? Okay, so you are now out of a curse? Yeah, so yeah, she goes back and everybody's worried about her. But Reese is like, she can handle herself. She is now our spy in the spring court. She's going to fucking figure out what it is. And done. Bam. Done. I love this book. Okay, first of all, the character, the the characters, I fell in love with everybody that's associated with Reese. His people yes, yes. are my people. And that's the chord I would want to be aligned with. The second chord I would want to be aligned with is Summer because that shit was dope. And I liked oh, the High Lord God. there. Yes. He I was, was amazing. Like Maybe. I feel like eventually they can apologize and they can say, hey, you know what? I did this for A, B, C, and D. And yeah. that they end up being like allies with the Summer Core. But it's just kind of wild. But like, I loved it. I love the sexy moments. I love the story. I I loved this book. I'm going to give it definitely a five for story. Definitely a five for steam. It took a long time because even when she had Slow sex burn. with Tamlin, to me, it felt like a closed door with Tamlin. When it, it got did. to the sex with Reese, it was completely open. And I felt like I was in every moment with them in the cabin. She really gave us like a slow burn and she really did do a good job, Sarah, separating what it's like to have sex with somebody who's not your mate and what it looks like to have sex and intimacy with the person that is your mate. What she did with Reese and what she did with Tamlin were totally different when it came Completely. to intimacy and steam. That's why I felt like the first book was like lackluster because I didn't really care for their steam. It didn't feel as true but with Reese yeah. it felt like that's what it was supposed to be and I was like really excited and turned on yeah so five, I mean, five this was a 10 same Sarah knows how to deliver yes it was a slow burn yes book one like was leading up to everything but I think the payoff was there because you knew so much about the characters you were so invested in them you had the foundational pieces that made each one of them who they are because she went through everyone's backstory in this book. 
So you know where as um Azriel came from. You know his background. You know Cassian. You know the relationship of Moore and how she came to be part of the group. Like you know all of them. So when they come together as a family, like I could totally buy into that. Like the, it's all authenticity. And then the love, the way that it developed the selfless love that Reese had for Feyre and gave her whatever time that she needed to accept it because he didn't force anything on her. Like it was just so beautiful. So when they finally did make love, I believed it and I was turned on and I had some wet panting moments. It'll be really, really fun to see how she is now a spy. Oh, 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 oh. And remember, Reese and her snuck out and they did a ceremony with the priestess and she is now his equal. She is the high lady. Yes. The night court. She is an equal to Tamlin. She is an equal to Reese and she is a spy. And they are going to figure out what the fuck they need to do and how they need to proceed in book three. So I'm excited to start reading it today. So that we can talk about book three. And if you've already read it, jump back in with us. And if you haven't read it, catch up. This is one of the best books out there. So get on this train. It's worth it. The hype is real. And that wraps up another episode of Cocktails and Cliture, where things got steamy and conversations got spicy. If you enjoyed our wild book reviews, author interviews, and irresistible cocktails and wines we sipped on, make sure to subscribe, download and rate our podcast wherever you listen stay connected with us on instagram and facebook at cocktails and literature for all the latest updates behind the scenes fun and more and if you'd like to support the show consider becoming a patron on our patreon page your support helps us keep the naughty conversation flowing thanks for joining us on this thrilling journey and hey If the world asks you why you're blushing, tell them you're listening to Cocktails and Cliterature, the podcast that brings the heat one smutty chapter at a time.